are you and your your mates viewing this uh, rematch, Jason? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Everyone who claims the Chiefs Kingdom. I know I'm not viewing it as a rematch. I think that every year is different. For us, we're just really trying to focus on who the Chiefs are this year. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, ESPN NFL analyst, Lewis Riddick. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. That's right. That's right. Can confirm. There I am. I like the sweater I'm wearing today. <laughs> I'm going to lie. It matches the color scheme. You're looking thin. You know what? I appreciate you saying that. Um, Rob Riggle and Bill Burr said the same thing when they were here last week, and I'm not just dropping that just to drop their names. But the reason why is you just did what they did, too. You went a little higher register, like you're surprised. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like you're like you're surprised that I'm taking care of myself. You know, you look good. Like you, you know, look good. Yeah. You know, like you know what I mean. Like you kind of went there. Is that is that a me problem? Is that a is that an empire interpretation? I'm just saying, you're a guy in your mid fifties. Like you know, it's tough to lose weight. (laughs) Um. Okay. I decided I'm going to take care of myself this Same. year. Mike, I'm gonna, I, Mike, you, know, you get it. Honestly, get it. This, the football season is Stop. just you know oh. the craft services beckons, and you know when you're it's. 6.30 in the morning, 7 o'clock, yeah, game day morning, snacks. you know, and you're an Green hour in and good. you didn't really eat much breakfast and you you, you make some bad choices, mm. bad choices. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Tuesday's What the Football Guest with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask can attest to that. Mariucci, you know, I mean, oh. you know, Mariucci makes some bad choices during the season when it comes to food. <laughs> it does. Guy has you a know, vineyard at his house. Mooch always, Mooch always says he doesn't cheat on his wife. He doesn't do any drugs. He just drinks wine and eats food. That's it. That's what he says. I mean, Those are his vices. And and um, maybe he'll say that to Susie and Amy on Tuesday's What the Football. By the way, a perfect guest. Is he coming for, in? No. Oh. Uh, a perfect guest oh, for Thanksgiving week. It's, as you know, the uh, second year in a row, and they're doing this every year now where they turn Thanksgiving into a John Madden celebration. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean... Amy obviously talking Madden from his Raider days. I'm sure he was around, um, you know, uh, more often than not after he left. Mooch tight with Madden. Susie has a great story about being on the Madden bus. Madden loaned the Madden Cruiser to her, Leslie Visser, and a whole bunch of uh, reporters one year when they were all in New York City together. Anyway, that's on Tuesdays with the football. Uh, But that's my way of turning the attention to others when you tell me I look good. Thank you. There's an eye in Rich and Eisen, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. (laughs) Lewis Riddick, hour number three. TJ's not seeing very much right now. What's going on over there, sir? What's going on? You good? Yeah, I'm very good. Very good. Mike Del Tufo, good to see you. Good to see you, Rich. Cowboys. I'm smiling. I'm letting the smile be my umbrella because you know what? There's a certain limp I have today, like the rest of Jets Nation, because the football gods just won't stop <laughs> kicking us in the nards. Just won't do it. Won't stop. Can't I stop. thought it was another pickleball injury. Eh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. It's not a gangster limp? It just won't stop. Can't gangster stop. <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny. For like a month, a month, they stopped for a little bit. A little bit. Philadelphia Eagles must look at that game on Sunday because it was in the late window on CBS, Nance, Romo, and the crew. They must have been sitting there uh, in Kansas City and saying, really? That's our one loss? To those guys, that happened? Really? And the Kansas City Chiefs must have been like sitting there as well saying, really? We almost lost to those guys? Really? Yeah, because for a split moment, for a split moment, the football gods got together and 
and decided to either give us our moment. They They got together. They got it's two just, things. Just the football around. gods either got together, <laughs> around, they either got wine. together and say, you know what? Let's just give the Jets fans a little bit of hope right here, because it'll make it more fun for us when we kick them back in the nards. Or they just <laughs> fell asleep. They, they just left their post empty for a while. They a fell nap. asleep. They took a nap. <laughs> they took a nap, and then you know, and then somebody <laughs> treated them like they were on a Quentin Tarantino set. <laughs> At any rate, look that up in our our, our archives With about napping. Hey, hey, listen, listen. Like I digress. <laughs> All I know is just once again, can't have it, won't have it, can't have anything good, can't. Because when Aaron Rodgers had his Achilles blown out just five snaps into the season, every Jet fan was like, oh, God, the entire plan of the entire offseason and the entire plan to change the fortunes and actually go for it and get Aaron Rodgers has just gone up in smoke. And this is now Zach Wilson's show again. Trust me, every move the Jets made from the minute they benched him last year <laughs> with two weeks to go for the second time of the season, every move was made to make sure that Zach Wilson was not going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets this year. And in getting Aaron Rodgers, the plan was he's still so young that we can just let him sit there, let him marinate, let him learn from a goat. And then when the goat's done with his run here, we can hand things off to him because the pressure's off. He'll be more mature, so on and so forth. Good news is for the Jets, he's more mature because his benching in yesterday's game did not lead to what happened in New England last year when he got so smoked by the Patriots that he didn't take any responsibility for it, which led to his first benching in 2022 last year. He took this one like a vet. This is what he had to say after getting benched yesterday. What was your reaction when they pulled you out? Yeah, frustrated, but I get it, you know, uh, Got to score. Got to got to be in games uh, when it's consecutive weeks of just doing nothing on offense. You know, we can sit here and say last week we moved the ball, but we're not scoring. Essentially, it comes down to you got to score points. So when things aren't getting done, changes got to be made, and I understand that. You know, it, it's 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 great to see him say that. That's exactly the attitude that you want him to have because he's growing and he's maturing. The problem is, of course, for us Jets fans, is it's difficult to uh, hear it again. Uh, and believe it. And also, he also looks like one of Pinkman's mules from Breaking Bad. You know, he's so young. It's just, you know, with the hat and everything like that. Yeah. See, it's like he's hanging with Badger after the game. I'm <laughs> rewatching. Can you tell I'm rewatching Breaking Bad again? You are. That's oh, heavy, man. Yeah. It's real heavy. Whoa. So it's tough to see because there's no chance on this planet that Aaron Rodgers should come back this year. None. None at all. Because any doctor worth his or her salt would tell somebody who, by the way, in December will turn 40. I'm medically clearing you to play on a speed-bridged Achilles tendon behind that offensive line and with this offensive scheme coordinated by your BFF in any other situation, 
any offensive coordinator with this result would get bounced. You think Ken Dorsey got bounced unfairly? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is sitting back and working his ass off when he's not sitting back to get back. And this offense with Nathaniel Hackett and this offensive line and everything else that has been built around Rodgers that could not be reconfigured in a three-month span to be successful with consistency with Zach Wilson at the controls behind an offensive line that just keeps getting hit and hit and hit with the same injury bug that hit Aaron Rodgers' Achilles heel. is so unbelievably bad. Let me just give you some stats about this offense. Choose whichever one you want. In two weeks, Tommy DeVito has as many touchdown passes for the Giants as Zach Wilson has had all season. Alan Lazard signed to a four-year, $44 million contract so he can catch passes from Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. has just 20 catches and one touchdown on the season. Thanks to another game with such ineptitude finding receivers, just 11 targets, three catches for 16 yards for receivers yesterday in Western New York. So bad that the guy who caught the longest pass of the day is a cornerback, Brandon Eccles, in a fake punt, and the quarterback who threw the pass was the punter, Thomas Morstead. Oh, for 11 on third down in Western New York, the lowest third down conversion rate since 1991 belongs to the current New York Jets, who are, wait for it, 30 for 131 on third down this year. We'll do the math. We always do it for you. 22.9%. The lowest since 1991. The only teams with a low, with a, with a higher third down rate that was the lowest since 1991. In other words, the teams that they're currently, you can't say the word beating, I guess, <laughs> what? Out sucking <laughs> is the, I guess, appropriate word for it. Wait for it. The O2 Cowboys. Dave Campo coached Quincy Carter quarterbacked and the 05 San Francisco 49ers. Mike Nolan coached four quarterbacks. Alex Smith, fresh out of Utah. Cody Pickett, Tim Rattay, and the guy who just got bounced in Western New York, Ken Dorsey. By the way, just to show you what a lead pipe wielding professional I am, Arnez Battle was two for two that year for the 49ers. That's how bad it is. You think Rodgers is going to come back behind this for this? You think the Jets are going to be ready to have Rodgers come back in a situation where they're alive, which is a word he used as a metric for his measurement on whether he should come back when he was on Pat's show recently? Well, it's now in the hands of Tim Boyle because the Jets announced he's the guy on Black Friday. Congratulations, 
Prime Video. Congratulations, Amazon. Jeff Bezos <laughs> must be like, can we return this, please? Is it possible to return this? Tim Boyle, when this schedule came out, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, Rogers, Dolphins, Black Jets Friday. are going to be in first place. Here we go. Instead, we got sent to us by Prime. Amazon Prime Delivery. This bunch of nard kicking. It doesn't stop. Tim Boyle. Huh? From the football gods. What do you want from us? What do you want from us? Because at this point, Zach Wilson has now been benched for Joe Flacco, Mike White, and Tim Boyle. Do you get the sense he's not the guy? And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from Jets fans what they should have done as soon as Rodgers went down. Carson Wentz, there's ice and he stinks on it. I'm shooting you straight, Jet fans. The Eagles, the, the Colts, the football team slash commanders said there's a door and let it please hit you on the ass the way out of it. The Rams have them now because they're out of options. And so the one guy the Jets should have been on, like the proverbial white on rice, rat on cheese, was Josh Dobbs when he's yep. available for a sixth round choice. And that's not 2020 hindsight because of what you're seeing, what he's doing in Minnesota. It's because of what you're seeing from his play from Arizona. Could have done that. Now that wouldn't have been a bad choice. All it cost you was a six, but maybe again you're just... You're messing with what Rodgers wants in place. And the question is, the, the Jets catering to that, knowing that Rodgers will come back and still be the guy, and maybe they could still have Zach be the pupil and be redeemed in time for his time to come. And the answer to that is, are you out of your minds? It's over. But the football gods will de indeed, and it may come in the form of a Van Ginkle Sack Friday, or it may come in the form of, let's put it this way, Calais Campbell Sack, if Boyle survives the Black Friday event, because that's what's next. Or, and this will be the ultimate in the lowest of the low. And I'm saying, that, uh, and there's a lot of lows that's happened since Zach Wilson came from BYU. Maybe it's when the Houston Texans come to town with their second overall selection. Who has clearly shown he has the stuff to do it in this league and for a long time to come. And maybe Will Anderson will be the guy to go get him from a defense that's not as good as the Jets. And maybe it's Tank Dell catching it. Because that would be particularly tough to swallow, this team that was second and third on the clock last year, flipping it around so fast with their second overall selection quarterback while the Jets have theirs benched for the third time. So, don't get me started. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Too late. <laughs> So you're saying you'd rather see Susan Boyle as your quarterback? Hey, Peter Boyle. Whatever you could, you could go go, go all in all you want. Fine. I don't have any more. Keep Boyles. going all in. Yeah. Keep going all in. That's fine. Danny Boyle. All I'm saying Tanner is, Boyle. it comes from the top, and by the top, I'm not talking about the coach who I adore 
or the general manager who has otherwise picked a ton of terrific groceries or the owner. I'm talking about whatever football gods have had it in their minds to keep kicking us in the nards as Mackay Becton goes out. No chance Rodgers comes back behind this offensive line. Not on this football planet. So, keep losing games and pick a quarterback in Detroit's draft in the first round in Detroit is what I meant. Go choose one. I can't believe they're back in that market, but you bet you're doing that. And it's too bad if number eight doesn't like it, personally. Because let that kid come in and sit behind Rodgers while he finishes out his career, which I hope he does for the Jets, because I'm assuming he'll be just as good. I cannot believe we're in this position. By the way, last thing, Thanksgiving. When I'm done with work at night, when I'm home, I'm going to eat so much turkey, it's going to be insane because I need the tryptophan to last all the way through to the end of Friday because I don't want to watch a second of that. I just want to be asleep. I want to be in a coma. Noon Food Pacific. coma, just sit there. That's when the kickoff is. So it'll be, you know, what, what around 7 o'clock Eastern? Just wake me up at that point. I don't want any piece of this. How you feel? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. On the other side, top five surprises. Let's look for the silver lining, shall we? (laughs) Glass half full. Get out of here with this noise. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio <laughs> Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Call 
Uh, Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, phone lines are all lit. How great is this? Let's do it. Take some calls, right? Uh, Terzo in Iowa. All rise. All rise. First Terzo. in, first up. What's up, Terzo? How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing well, Rich. It feels like it's been about a month since I've been able to talk to you. How have you been? I've been doing well, my man. Uh, a little upset, though, with uh, the news coming out that Hafunga's got a torn ACL. I heard that. Uh, I, I, be- that is a bummer, man. He is one of the best back-end defenders in the National Football League. And um, man, Rashad White put the put the stanky leg on him, and he, and I think it blew his knee out yesterday. Yeah, it, it, it yeah it didn't look oh. good just watching it live and awful. Man, like you said, he is just so much fun to watch, and it's it's just sad to see a player go down like that. Me too. Especially with how much, especially how well that team's been playing now, and going into these next two weeks against Seattle and Philly, it's going to be tough without him. I hear you. What's all, what else is on your mind? Well, Rich, I feel I feel really good for the Detroit Lions, man. I I got to watch the game with a with a few Lions fans yesterday, yep. and to see them come back and to win that game and to see that fan base just be so excited, it was a lot of fun to watch and be a part of. Yeah, and and it is again, you know, and thanks to Calters, I greatly appreciate. It. Have a great Thanksgiving. I, I mean, I spent as you know four years at the University of Michigan there, and I remember Jets and Lions playing each other in the Silverdome. I went up to Pontiac with a friend of mine, and we chose any seat in the house. When I see, honestly, I sat two rows behind the Jets bench and on the 50. <laughs> Walked in there, and my seats were somewhere, I don't know, and the ushers just like, go, you know. <laughs> sit where you want. I, I'm telling you, you it want. was just sit wherever <laughs> you want. It was kind of like boarding, you know, a Southwest flight, you know. <laughs> as long as you're in. As long as you're in, just choose your seat. That's the way it was. Sit where we want. That's the way it was. And then Barry Sanders comes along. He's on the show again tomorrow. Barry comes along, and they think that they got this with Wayne Fonts. Wayne Fonts. Right? And they got it going, and then um, and then they beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. They're thinking they've really got it going, and then the Cowboys eventually showed up in the NFC in a way that was very difficult for them to overcome. Barry retires. Off they go until Stafford comes along with Megatron. They had a little bit of a burst, right? A little bit of a burst there. Jim Caldwell fired, I think, in a, uh, you know, uh, inappropriately. And um, and now here they are, finally back. Looking good, feeling good. Oh, look at this. Three words that delight me. From Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. Is that Grandma Gloria Glassman back here? Triple G back here on the Rich Ozen Show. Are you there, Grandma? I'm here. Hey. Boy, oh, boy, Rick, I think you need a Manhattan or something to cool you down. <laughs> Grandma, Manhattan. come on now. You know how it feels to not no, have I nice things football-wise? That was a great That was great what you said about Stefanski. I believe the same thing, but my defense, Miles Garrett, is instead of having Baker Mayfield's picture in my, in my study, I now put up a big Miles Garrett. He's awesome. How good is he? Grandma. By the way, hello to all of the others. You're, you're uh, Chris and Mike and TJ. I never met TJ. Hey, well, hey, hey Grandma. Grandma Gloria. Come on, Grandma. We gotta, we gotta How get, are you? When, when are you coming out to Los Angeles to see I was out in June. I had my third great-grandchild. My, oh, my grandson, Matt, had a baby boy named Gus Benny after us. Well, After my husband. We had we had Bill Burr in here last week, Grandma. And we showed a clip of old dads, and we saw Rick in it. We saw Rick. We saw him. Listen, by the way, my Rick has a wonderful podcast, and all he wants is you to appear on it. Oh, Rick Glassman. You got Mr. it. 
Oh, by the way, we just changed the graphic on the screen. It says Great Grandma Gloria Glassman. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know, Rich, but before you were on here, Roku, you know, I had, a, I must have 17 remotes from you because you, mm. I, you were changing all over the stations, but now I got you, and I want to tell you, Rich, mm. you are by far, there's nobody that can compete with you, no matter what you say. No matter what you say, Rich, yes. nobody can compete with you. Thank you, Grandma. So, two more questions, because it's been a while since we've talked. Yes. Uh, are, are you still cursing your head off at the Browns? Oh, I'm cursing. You know I was yesterday? <laughs> in the fourth quarter, I hid in the closet. With a martini. <laughs> I was afraid to watch the show. I was afraid to watch the game. You're in a closet with the martini. Because that was my other question, is if you're drinking still during the game. Oh, yeah, listen, nothing's going to stop me. <laughs> I make martinis, I make Manhattans, I'm into Prosecco. Prosecco, Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. By the way, Rich, I yes. want to tell you, you have to tell your wife, Susie. Yes. I love when she's on. She dresses so, you know, I've been in the clothing business for 45 years. Yes. And she looks so classy and so stunning. Her jewelry, everything matches. I love to watch her. I, and, and, and I love that you get the chance to watch her. And it, it's been too long. And congrats, seven and three. So, all right. So what is your expectation level before I let you well, go for your Browns? What is your level? Well, no, no. I, would, I just have to. Well, my expectation is if the defense, by the way, Schwartz is unbelievable. He is. And if this kid, he, yesterday he was crying. And you know when they interviewed him, he said, I only want to be more. I want to learn. I'm going in Monday. I'm going to practice all week. He's a doll. And listen, I hope it's more than I expected, much more than I expected. But can you imagine we beat Baltimore and Pittsburgh week back, week back up? I can't even believe it. I'm celebrating the whole week. It's a mitzvah. <laughs> it's a Thanksgiving mitzvah. Great grandma. Gloria Glassman, thanks for the call. Let's do this so again. I have a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving to you and your family. You and bet. again, I love you so much, Rich. I love you too. Take care of Thank yourself. You. Back back at you. Great grandma, Gloria Glassman, okay. the return. Okay. That was awesome. It's now quadruple G. Wow. Quadruple G. Quad G. Great Quad grandma, G. Gloria Glassman, quadruple G. <laughs> Time to play the game. And by the way, um, it's a Thanksgiving mitzvah. Charlie Brown was my favorite yes. special. Yeah. That was a that? fun one. Yes. Yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah. Really good one. Uh-huh. It's a mitzvah. Fantastic. in the soup or something? Yeah. <laughs> soup. They danced around Where's the, the spoon? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was when Lucy pulled the matzo ball oh, yeah. away from him. He pulled the matzo ball out of the soup. Chris. And then he fell into the it's soup. It's on a tea. Was there soup there? It's got yeah. the soup Taste the soup. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite moments of yesterday, or if not my favorite moment, Kenny Pickett going for it on fourth and short from his own, like his own 30. Like they're going for it. And Pickett shoves his way for the first down and his helmet comes off. Did you miss this one? His helmet comes off. And had his helmet not come off, I think he would have been stopped on fourth down. But instead, the helmet comes off, and his helmetless head goes for the first down. And they even reviewed it to see if his his elbow was down before he was able to cross the line again. It was a big moment, and they reviewed it. And they showed the replay about 10 times. And one of the replays showed on the CBS broadcast, Ein Eagle and the great Charles Davis. They're both brilliant. They showed the helmet rolling away from the pile 
and Miles Garrett picked, oh, it, picked up. it up. <laughs> and Steelers went up to him saying, no, not this time. And he kind of laughed and they had the ha-ha moment. I'm wondering, what was Mason Rudolph thinking on the sideline? He was not ha-ha. He was not like, you know, that's not a chuckle. But it was a funny It was a funny moment. Like, not this time. The Steelers were like, uh-uh, give us that back. Yeah, that was funny. And you saw Garrett like tap the tapped him on the helmet like, I get it. I heard that. That was funny. And then, you know, still hashtag too soon. <laughs> it's still kind of crazy that you know that happened. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So they say this all the time. I don't know who the they is. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of the part of the they. It's the media. So I think Parcells said the NFL season doesn't really begin until Thanksgiving, right? Rubbers meet in the road, weather gets cold and what have you. And so right now you are what you are, which what your record is, and you can change things around. But in terms of the NFL season, week dozen coming up, Thanksgiving weekend, we can pretty much tell what the narratives are for this season and whether it matched to what we were expecting. Thus, we can term for 12 weeks in, three months in, what's a surprise or not. My long way of setting up, my top five surprises of the 2023 season here on Thanksgiving week. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. All righty. Number five on this list. We saw a little bit of it last year, but now this year it is number five in terms of the surprise of the 2023 season. The most dominant but difficult to copycat play ever. The brotherly shove is 100% a surprise of this season. Not just how incredibly dominant it is for the Philadelphia Eagles and how unstoppable it is, but how many teams do you see out there trying it? Few, you're seeing more and more and more. I saw it in Germany when it was the Colts who tried it. You know, you'd think Shane Steichen would have it in his playbook. They do. Probably would work better with, say, Anthony Richardson, who's like 260. They tried it with Minshew. The the uh, the Minshew didn't work. Oh. You know, so everybody seems to now try it, but they can't rep it. We even had Jason Kelsey on last week in advance of the Monday Nighter in Kansas City. He said they have more live reps of it in a game than perhaps other teams have in practice trying to stop it. And the best I've seen at it, trying it on a field similar to what the Eagles had, happened against my Wolverines. The Maryland Terrapins used it three times from the one and got it every single time. You just need a big, huge 240-pound quarterback and dudes just shoving them. And you just get low and you get in. It's the most dominant but difficult to copycat play in the most copycat league I've ever seen. And that's been quite the surprise, not just how successful it is, but how difficult it is for people to copy it. That's number five. Number four on this list, we all thought they are tanking. They are tanking because their quarterback blew out his knee last year. We all thought they are tanking because they had one of the best receivers we've seen in the last 10 years on their team, and they let him walk. And the Arizona Cardinals, not only are they not tanking, they still only have two wins entering Thanksgiving week. If we had told you they'd have two wins entering Thanksgiving week, you'd say they are tanking and they are making sure like all of a sudden there's no way 
hey, yeah. you know, uh, Kyler, why don't you just stay on the sideline because we don't want you to get hurt anymore. Tank just is working. And tell you what, he's coming back and he's won a game already. Right? James Conner, they're playing their starters. They're they're playing hard, they man. They could have won yesterday. The Arizona Cardinals are playing hard, and they're fun watch just yeah. to watch it. And Gannon is just I'll be straight up. I always straight up. He's a little weird. You know what I mean? But you like, like him, but don't he's you? He's a likable weirdo. Yeah, yeah he's a likable. You know weirdo. what I mean? Like you're watching him, and I'm I'm kind of rooting for him. You know? So that's number four, and it's kind of married to number three on this list in terms of uh, the most surprising aspect of the 2023 season. Josh Dobbs, God, I love the pastronaut, man. <laughs> so, you know, we all know his history. We all saw it on Sunday Night Football about all of his classes and, you know, engineering. And he's a, he is a rocket scientist and he's a brilliant kid. And he's drafted in 2017, fourth round by the Pittsburgh Steelers and then bounces around team to team to team. And for a while, he could just, you can have him for nothing. And he signs a one-year, $2 million deal with the Browns who tell the Cardinals in the beginning of the season, you have him. And then the Cardinals go one and seven with them. And then all of a sudden with Kyler coming back, they decide, you know what? We'll just get a sixth round pick from him. Hey, Minnesota, you need him on the last second for Kirk Cousins because he's the latest guy to have his Achilles blown out. Okay, you have him and look at him. Look at him. Sean Payton uh, had a fascinating thing to say about him um, after Dobbs damn near beat him last night. I don't know if we have that soundbite. But um, he he was he was saying he's never seen anything like him. How the poise that he's playing with, the Vikings can absolutely make the playoffs right now. I, in a, in a league where there's just one starting quarterback after another after another after another, he he just is two more starts away for setting the record for most starts in a season for two different teams. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're in. They're the seventh seed right now. So Josh Dobbs is such a pleasant surprise and such a great one to root for. That's number three on this list. Number two, coming into the season, coming into the season, it was how deep the AFC is, right? How deep is the AFC with Rodgers and Tua and Allen and Burrow and Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson and all those rookies in the AFC South with Trevor Lawrence getting ready to take off. And Patrick Mahomes. And Justin Herbert. And Russell Wilson. And Jimmy G. And you're looking at the AFC and I'm like, who's dominant? Who's dominant? Now, it could be that you're also looking at the NFC and you're saying, boy, there are four teams that can not only win the, the uh, NFC, but win the Super Bowl. You're looking at Dallas and Philly and... San Francisco and Detroit and then you're looking at all these guys in the AFC and you're like what in the heck has happened is the AFC not as good as the NFC you could sit there and think that but then you're also taking a look at the records of the AFC versus the NFC Baltimore's 3-0 Cincy 4-0 Bills 3-0 you know who's 3-1 against the NFC the Broncos hmm the Browns, Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets, Steelers are all two and one against the NFC. Texans are three and two. The Raiders are two and two. The only teams with losing records against the NFC are the Chargers now that they lost to Green Bay. Colts and the Titans, the only team winless against the NFC, are your Pats. Go figure. Mm, I mean, you team. thought it just maybe the AFC's beating each other up. I don't know. We're going to get the answer, obviously, coming up in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. And then the number one surprise in the 
National Football League, entering Thanksgiving week, hands down, the Houston Texans. They've got their quarterback is, without a doubt, the Offensive Rookie of the Year. You, you, the only question about the Offensive Rookie of the Year award entering Thanksgiving week is how many Texans will be nominated <laughs> in the NFL honors because it's three. You got to figure Tank Dell's in the mix too, right? Don't you think? It's Stroud and Tank Dell and then Jameer Gibbs. Those will be your three. And it'll be Stroud's award. And Puka. Puka. Yeah. Puka might be in that mix too. You gotta put Puka. Okay. He, he's him. Sure. Got it. But the Texans may have multiple <laughs> nominees yeah. and a coach of the year award picked up. And Stroud could be in the MVP race the way he's playing and dominating. Texans may win this division, guys. Yo. Remember, remember coming out. into the year, it was like, oh, Arizona, great move. They might have two picks in the top five because Houston might stink, and then they're tanking. See ya. Not even close, no. The Houston Texans, the number one surprise of the 2023 season. You think we need one more? Why not? All right, we'll get one more. Certainly based on the fact of, you know, I didn't see it coming with the uh, uh, brotherly shove. You know, we saw it last year, and now it's everywhere. So you always normally notice a trend from one year to the next, and I should have seen it that the brotherly shove would be everywhere because why wouldn't the Eagles get better at it and do it more? So you're taking a look at what happened, certainly at the end of last year, and think you'd see more of it this year, and yet we haven't seen any of it. Here we are in Thanksgiving week, and the last big surprise is there is still no reception oh, for geez. Einstein. Still no reception for him. Where, where is he? I mean, where is he? Man. That is a surprise. I thought by now... We would absolutely see Einstein again with his bike and his cell phone. None. Zero. We've seen more Einstein in the movie Oppenheimer than we did. Maybe even commercials for Oppenheimer than we've seen during NFL games. We've so, gone three months without this bit. Past I thought we were this. over it. Like, no. it was, no. like it was done. I can't quit it. it was over. And the question is, are we going to see it? Such a good segment. Man, by the way, you know if you're sitting at home <laughs> at some point, over the next six final weeks of the NFL season. Uh, and you comes. see that guy on the commercial, I'm and he shows I'm up. I'm going to throw my remote Dude, at the TV. he shows up. And I'm going to curse oh, you. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And then I'm going to charge it's you gonna be for lit. a new TV. My TV's going to be kaput because I'm going to throw a remote through it. See? See? Once, you're, once, you're, once you dip the toe in, it's, <laughs> tough. it's tough to not dive headfirst in. And it really wasn't. It really wouldn't Oh, be. Mike, our TV is going to go. No, it's going to be great. Think of me. Think of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Giamatti lurks. Please tell me. Please tell me. As the remote's launching from your hand. My, like, favorite, thing, and my favorite thing is my setup on it. You don't know it's coming and I hit you. I didn't see this one. I thought you were doing, doing a real storyline because nope. there's so many. That is a real storyline. How dare yeah, you? You're this, the worst. Is, this is not big J journalism. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> now my top five list is kaput. <laughs> Brilliant. You know it. It's coming. I, I can feel it. Sniffing it. All right. I can feel it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. There is Boom. a uh, new narrative coming out of college football that uh, I'm going to squelch. Right from here in Los Angeles, California. That's next. Lewis Riddick, Hour 3, right here on The Rich Eisen Show.
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Four <laughs> percent. He owns four percent of the team. I can't believe they canceled Magic Lane Johnson. Time, man. Letting everyone know it'll be somewhere else, right? It has to. <sighs> Al in Dallas. Hey, man. Tommy DeVito's getting it done, man. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Come on, Al. We got a quarterback. So, so first of all, Rich, you look good. You look good. Thank you. You look good. Well done. I mean, that's, that's what Brockman said to me too. He okay. registered me when he saw me. Okay. All my that is true. Boss, but not great. I'm not. Doing, great. I'm not doing it on natural. Yes. Uh, so listen, from a from a from a I don't know how you follow up quite, uh, quadruple G. Mm-hmm. Where from a, a quadruple G mitzvah to a New York Shonda. There you if go. I told you that three <laughs> days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. The best quarterback in Gotham. Well, would be Tommy was DeVito. Tommy was Tom was Tommy Boom Boom DeVito. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like this, this, this is how bad it is. Hey, man. And uh, Mrs. DeVito's you know, cutlets for everybody. Right. You know. I mean, geez, not out of Nutley, New Jersey, or wherever uh, he lives, somewhere over there. Uh, so I, I saw SB Nation has got uh, has got Caleb Williams going fifth. I know you're about to talk about this yep. going fifth to the New York Football Giants, but but who needs him when we have uh, when we have Tommy? Nice. You know, touch, touchdown Tommy Paisan. Uh-huh. Who needs him? You know what? It's kind of funny. Like, Tommy's having dinner at, 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 at his mom's house while uh, Zach Wilson is in the trunk, and they're trying to get the lime for him because he's he's finished. You need a big you know knife. You, you know what I mean? Knife. Yeah. Like, and yeah, one, knife. One, yeah. one team goes one way, yeah. one team goes the other <laughs> way, and we're all sitting there saying, what do you want from me? So that's, that's an interesting uh, dinner scene with Tommy. <laughs> You know, if he gets a fish, at mom's if he gets house. A fish in the mail. If he gets yeah. a fish in the mail wrapped in right. newspaper, yeah, get the hook. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the call, Al. You take care. So happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Rich, I thought you were going to say Zach Wilson's also having lunch. Yeah, I was just going to say. Hey, let's let's talk Caleb Williams here, guys. Guys, wow. Let's talk Caleb Williams here. Let's talk Caleb Williams here because Caleb Williams, you're saying mock drafts have him dropping. Out of the first overall yeah, so, spot. So Al referenced one that has him third, uh, fifth. Yeah. I've I've seen him third. Okay. Let me tell you what's not going to happen. <laughs> Preach, Rich. That. I understand <laughs> Caleb Williams, after a loss, went, found his mom in the stands, and cried on her shoulder, and a lot of alphas out there had an issue with that. I know Susie had quite something to say from this chair while I was in Germany about it, and I echoed every single one of her sentiments. It's kind of funny how everybody... Well, Sally, isn't it funny how, you know, you're a mama's boy... You know, when you're crying on his shoulder, but you say, hi, mom, in the interviews, and suddenly you're a good son, and you cry on mom's shoulder, which means you're weak. In every single universe that's out there, if you're lucky enough to have your mom or you have a very strong-minded wife, 
the world revolves around the female in your world. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> but when you works, cry right? on mom's shoulder, you're, you're soft. A, you're a soft. You're and you, you can't lead an NFL team. Now, that's stupid. <laughs> now, this past weekend is more of an actual possible in the realm of a whiff of an area code outside of your local calling area of a red flag, which is him losing to UCLA and not talking to the media after. Because guess what's going to happen in the NFL? You're going to lose games you're not supposed to lose. You know what's going to happen in the NFL? Adversity. It's going to happen snap to snap. It's going to happen quarter to quarter. It's going to happen week to week. It's going to happen all the time. And you're going to have to face the music in the National Football League. And if you're not meeting with the media, that's going to be a problem. And that is an issue and does cause for a second to say, is the kid getting it or not? And anybody out there who has a chance to draft Caleb Williams and does not because of that should have to, after every time Caleb Williams wins and your team loses, face the media and say, yeah, but he didn't talk to the media that one time losing to UCLA. So, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be a whole bunch of this nonsense about Caleb Williams. Between now? Between now <laughs> and the day he has his pro day here in USC. And he's going to have his pro day, and he's going to light it up. He's going to light it up like a bonfire sitting there in the parking lot of a Buffalo Bills pregame. He's going to light it up. And he is going to smoke it. And anybody out there that has their doubts about Caleb Williams, it will go away. And whoever is choosing first overall in Detroit, Michigan, next April, will write down on the card <laughs> the words Caleb and Williams. Without hesitation. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I don't know if I could be any more plain about this. Just, just... Just try. Once just, upon just a time, to be a little plainer. Once upon a time, Christian McCaffrey was a terrible teammate because he didn't want to suit up in El Paso, Texas, for a Stanford Sun Bowl, and he was just red flagging all over the place. How's that guy looking right now in San Francisco? Bad teammate. Let me ask you a question about Leonard Fournette, Lombardi Lenny. Over and over and over again, you hear all this stuff about players, and some of it may cause for some pause and some of it may lead to a potential dicey moment in a grease board meeting room in Indianapolis at the combine. Hey, Caleb, why didn't you talk to the media? And you know what Caleb will say? The right things, tough spot, learn from it. All of that stuff. Caleb Williams, if he falls to three or five, Give me a hat. I'll eat it. Uh-oh. Seriously. Oh, I Rich, you, Rich, I care Seriously. about you. I if care about you. If he falls Rich, to three don't or do five, that. Don't do that. get out of here. Well, obviously, if there's an injury or something that happens off the field that I'm completely unaware of, but if all things stay the same, if you're literally sitting here saying, well, boy, he cried on his mom's shoulder and then followed it up by not talking to <laughs> – you know, you don't blow off Bill Plaschke and expect to be first overall. You know? So get out of here with that noise. And any team that has a chance to get him, 
and doesn't take him because of that. You think, you know, Mitchell Trubisky dominating the conversation every time Mahomes does anything. Well, this will hold that beer. Kid's that good. (laughs) And does he have some growing up to do? Sure. Should he learn from this experience? Absolutely. Is he going to fall to three or five because of it? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is, like, let's get Tim Boyle losing his head off and let's get the Jets up to three. (laughs) Let's go. Honestly. Please. Get out of here with that nonsense. I can't wait to ask Lewis Riddick about it. He's about to join us. He might laugh. That's going to be my prediction. (laughs) He's going to laugh? He will laugh. (laughs) Please have that be the first question. Oh, you want me to do that? Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't go anywhere if I were you because he's coming up next. More of your phone calls and more. All right, so the Jets are currently 11th. They're 4 and 6. Yeah, they've won too many games. Yeah, they've won too many games. I think two is going to have to do it. Three. At the most. Feels like two wins. And then three, you're talking about tiebreakers and all that weird stuff. So, Hey, man, the Bears are going to wind up with this conversation again. Because I, I don't think Carolina is going to win two more games the rest of the way here. No, Not with the way no, that they're no. playing. It, it seems to be a very, no. very ugly situation there in, in Carolina, which makes it even worse that they know they don't have the pick. And Stroud doing what he's doing just makes it worse. I, I, I don't see Carolina winning three more games the rest of the year so they got forced they're out of it i think chicago is going to have this thing on its lap again the thing being okay justin fields or the number one overall pick do we use the number one overall pick to supplement justin do we flip it uh or do we just take a take a quarterback and flip him same conversation we had last year but it didn't turn out for in their minds that bryce young or cj stroud was worth it and Caleb Williams is a different cat, man. I'm telling you. He didn't talk to the media, so let's not draft him first overall because we we know he's not going to be able to handle the pressure. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know the kid, and I'm laughing about it. Yeah, it was pretty pretty comical. Of a take. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. My opinion. Good to know. Please, please pass on him. Pass on him enough so the Jets can go get him. <laughs> no, no, no. And the Patriots first, right? Exactly. Patriots. <laughs> 